Welcome to the Wise Men Say podcast. We thought this was going to be an absolute fume pod, a sad pod, but after Chris Maguire rifled one into the top corner in stoppage time, we're feeling a little bit more upbeat now as Sunderland draw 2-2 away to crew. I'm Rory Fellow, joined as always by Matthew Keelan. <laughs> good, good evening. We, um, we're feeling a bit more upbeat because Sunderland have drawn 2-2 away. <laughs> what a sentence. Ben, we'll just end it there. I think. Yeah, it doesn't you sound won't be hearing from us again. It doesn't sound great out of context, but in context, <laughs> I mean, I don't know, I've got a bit of a, uh, I'm going to say it, Matthew, a bit of an adrenaline rush. I know. Wire equaliser. I was, uh, like, that, that goal when went in, it was like, why are you hitting it now? And, and then it went, the shock of it actually just twatting into the top corner. I was like, fuck. But I was more <laughs> like, I didn't know what to do. I was like, like the dog shit himself. Yeah, I think dogs, dogs all over the air where your side were shitting themselves when that goal went there. It definitely happened where I was watching the game. Um, dogs accidentally getting kicked and things <laughs> like that. Um, but the fact that. I think well, there's definitely some negatives to get into, Matthew. But oh, yeah. let's let's start with the positives because getting a two, getting a result there after we were so poor could have probably been more than two down at half time. Getting a result out of that, you know, we spoke about how there's, we're getting these cliched sort of wins in promotion that promotion teams tend to get, but getting that draw in those circumstances, I've just tweeted the fact that. And we got promoted from the championship under Roy Keane. We had that 2-2 draw away to Burnley, which was a bit of a turning point. We were 2-0 down with 10 minutes to go. Um, Grant Ledbetter got one of the goals, actually, I believe. Um, And we equalised with virtually the last kick of the game. Similar sort of thing has happened here. Poor for the vast majority of the game. But the character in the squad, the quality in the squad, we found a way. And, you know, that's four games unbeaten when you don't even lose in a game like that. It's it's a big statement, that isn't it? Potentially, yeah. Like that that's going to give you something, isn't it? Like even the the just the spirit that they've clearly got from somewhere. That's the sort of total opposite draw to the draws that we get under Parkinson, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, and the, and to be fair, the draws that we've got we've had under under Johnson at the beginning of mm-hmm. of his games, um, like. It's a. You've just totally snatched that. Uh, you've snatched a point from from nothing, really. Like with what I don't know what it was. Twelve minutes to go, or something. You couldn't see us really. We created barely nothing, a bar a couple of Maguire free kicks, um, which were excellent, and we should have done better with. And then you lose Ledbetter, and that just that. I think at that point that was going to go one or two ways, wasn't it? It was <laughs> going to fizzle out because you see <laughs> it if someone gets injured sometimes the players are like not with it and whatever I know it wasn't like a, a life-threatening injury or whatever but like no. you've seen Serious. it before when players are like injured and <clears throat> the rest of the team's like clearly like focusing on something else yeah 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 um, or it could galvanise them and it did seem to, to do that um, obviously the latter um, and well Jordan Jones was the one really who just he was really took it by the scruff of their neck and thought it needed something like that because, as a team, we weren't we weren't creating anything. There was no like the passes we were all over the place. We weren't particularly in sync. No. Um, we just looked, we just looked. It was just an off day, really, and we've not lost, and that's kind of good, really. Yeah, when you know, like when 
you, you mentioned off days, McGeady was struggled to get into it today and didn't even have one like he had on Tuesday night where he struggled to get into it, but he produced something. Mm. Lyndon Gooch was poor, but you look and, God, listeners will be sick of me saying this, but the depth that we have once again has proved how valuable it is. Chris Maguire, Jordan Jones, they'd be start Like, look at those two goals that they've scored. That is, qu- that is quality that is above this division. They would be starting for pretty much any other team in this division. Oh, yeah. And, you know, if you can replace Lyndon Gooch and Aidan McGeady with that, you do always have a chance. Um, you, you're right, though. We didn't really particularly ever look like scoring until... Jones's goal galvanised us and then yeah. just after that Maguire put in that first free kick which Luke O'Nine didn't quite connect with um, he put the other one in which just nobody seemed oh, to want to get just the, the free kicks were amazing delivery we've been critical of, of his delivery in the past particularly from corners mm-hmm. they were all on the penalty spot just yeah. nodded it, just waiting to be nodded. Oh, nine got himself in a right pickle when he put. I don't know how he. It wasn't the sun had gone by then as well. It wasn't even as if <laughs> as if that was in his. He just seemed to get himself all over the place. Like yeah, he kind of approached he it like he was trying to like defend it. Like it was yeah. weird. Um, and then the second one's just they're almost the balls are almost too good. Yeah, <laughs> well, the, the nearest player to it. Anything, well, Clive. <laughs> well, the nearest player to it was Josh Scorn as well. He's oh, five right, well, four. Yeah, um, but, you know, this is off the back of Chris Maguire putting in that corner for Max Power on Tuesday night. So yeah. you, look at, you look at the impact he's made. And, I mean, we really do have to... We, we cannot say how enough about how good those two goals were because, oh. like... Jones is at first like nothing's you're thinking that's like your goal of the month there isn't it and then like you'd be like you'd be like pretty maybe right soon. you would be a little maybe, do you think maybe you would? we lost <laughs> a little bit of you would be like oh well like I've probably got our goal of the season there like Chris yeah. McGuire does that you'd be like Fuck no sick. one's remembering his goal now <laughs> no so, absolutely yeah. not it was a absolutely lovely strike not. straight as a die right in yeah there. gorgeous to watch in wasn't it corner like the keeper it was um past him really before he even yeah, uh, their goalkeeper. I was laughing at. I can't remember his name, but he had a very just a man name. It, it was, was something. Was it Dave Richards? Yeah, it was something it was Richards. Like, just a man, like a proper, like <laughs> just a goalkeeper in League One, isn't he? Yeah, um, very much so. He, um, it was past him, but before he before he saw it, I think really. But then um, Maguire, what a goal that was! Yeah, that's like um, slightly different, obviously angle, but. Fraser Campbell scored one against Norwich. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Volleyed it sort of in the top corner, like, mm-hmm. like bouncing ball and that sort of um, technique. To yeah. That's, what, what a goal. Like, Reminded. Because if, if that's over the bar, it's game over, isn't oh, it? Oh, yeah, like, you're fuming. Like, oh, like you, you're ready to pelt what you're shooting from there for with no minutes in the 97th minute. Like, but that, that, what, remind you of the... Fraser Campbell one, did you? No, I was going to say it reminded me. Can you remember that goal Jermaine Defoe scored for Bournemouth at Crystal Palace? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah I think yeah. I think it was against Palace. Yeah, um, but he it scored a very yeah similar-ish yeah. sort of ones. What it what it made me think. At first, I thought Jermaine Defoe scoring for us at Palace, but I'm obviously getting that mixed up because um, it was he did score for us at Crystal Palace. Hey, he different, different the goal, yeah, yeah. Um, but you're right about him taking that shot on at the time that he did, like. The audacity of it is probably the best way to put it, isn't it? Like, and 
again, Chris Maguire is, you know, not being one that's been in the starting eleven very often this season. But how often has Chris Maguire? He does get like, like you're saying, like criticism for his delivery and stuff like that. And sometimes he does have like poor performances. But despite the failings that we've had as a club since being down in League One, it's not because of players like him. He's consistently popped up with moments of real quality, big game moments like that. Like last season when he scored that goal against Ipswich at home, which at the time was like a really big game. And, you know, he was playing really well around that time as well. And had the season gone on, that could have proved to have been a big moment. And And he's done it again today and just being very much a fringe player who we thought might leave in January, I think, I'm quite chuffed for him, actually. Like yeah. he's one of those players I just really like. So to see him get a moment like that, this is probably going to be his last season at Sunderland. Like no matter what happens at the end of the season, so it's nice that you know that'll be that'll be a goal that everyone will talk about. Well, it, it's good for him, like on a personal level. He wasn't even getting in squads a few weeks ago, um, but it's that sort of thing to keep him. To feel like to keep him feeling like wow, I've clearly still got a part to play here. He's good for everybody because mm-hmm. if you can bring him on, he's not going to start many games now, and that you know, understandably so, because he's probably just not quite at the level yeah. we need for ninety <clears> from the start. There'll be games where he probably will come in and play, but he's not your first choice. He's not your main man as he was mm-hmm. in the beginning of last season and the season before. Yeah. But he's still. You know, you've seen it at, at big clubs. Um, not we aren't a big club. You've seen it at the top level. Like when we've had, we've had players who were getting towards the end, but they're still important players to have. I, I'm trying like, off the top of my head. I can't. Well, Defoe, who we who we mentioned, is probably like quite a good example. Zenden yeah. actually very Zenden. similar-ish to Zenden's yeah. goal, kind of against Spurs yeah. that time. Yeah. Well, I know that like cross came from wide. Than that, like. Oh, much better than that. Yeah, much more. Been, um, <laughs> yeah, against much high caliber of Yeah, you know, often you play, you know, Gresty Rose. Well, uh, no, absolutely. Cruise not. pitch, by the way, is in good nick considering they play at home every week. Every it? week, yeah, every <laughs> week. Yeah, I mean, well, maybe they've got two grounds to like make uh, up for that. They got, they've doubled the, the ground staff. Um, another obvious thing that we seem to say quite a bit recently, but oh man, if fans are imagine that away end, oh, if man. fans are in the ground, that that is like whole away end. On, end I don't know which end. I've, I've, seen, I've seen them give a bit of that big daft stand they've got, <laughs> the a bit big of that, daft stand. and then the away end, and then like a, a, a second a bit behind the goal. Um, because I've never been a crew, no, I've only ever been the train station. I've <laughs> uh, never been to the ground. I was, I was changing uh, to get from. I don't know why I'm telling you this, but you know, <laughs> a bit of colour. Uh, I was changing from, I was going from Walsall to Manchester and I changed the crew. Nice time, lovely time. Got the whole Nation Street tour. Oh, how was it? Uh, uh, oh, fantastic. Was it? Was it good? Yeah, yeah, really you good. get to have a pint when you do the Coronation Street tour as well. Well, no, you get a pool. Oh, I thought you did. Oh, I thought you actually got to have a pint. Uh, I thought you'd get something up so you'd actually. buy like. You can buy like jacked up with anyway. The... Anyway, yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, um, this is how much like we've lost it after that <laughs> yeah. after that goal. But no, the whole away end would have been on the pitch there, wouldn't it? Because it's quite oh, a small yeah. away end for well, a start. Been like Walsall, talking... Actually, Walsall away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Actually, very similar to that two 0 down. Very similar. Yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. Similar, you know, little ground with a big daft stand behind the. Yeah, they've got yeah. behind the goal. Um, yes, yes. People on the pitch. 
Two, oh, two. two. Oh, lovely. Our first goal with about 10 minutes to go. Carbon copy? Yeah, carbon copy indeed. Um, before we move on to the more negative things, um, you know, sort of the, the lads on Monday, I'll get into this one in a bit more detail, but Jones and Maguire, um, especially John Jones, being shown a loss recently off the bench yeah. and he obviously got his goal. Are they pushing for starts now? Does Aidan McGeady maybe need a bit of a rest, do you think? Um, certainly, Jones. I'd be looking to take O'Brien out, I think, before, before mm. McGeady. Um, yeah. He's quite poor. I know he's been a lot, you know, he's he's been good recently. Um, but, yeah, he just looked back to the <laughs> the knack self that we had at the beginning of the season. Yeah. Um, it'd be too harsh on him, but I'd... I'd Take him out before McGeady because McGeady, well, we've said, can is always likely to do something. And O'Brien's, if he's having a bad game, isn't going to do that, is he? Yeah. And I guess this segues nicely onto the things that, that went wrong for us today. He probably should go back to 3 4 3 for, for Tuesday. And that does maybe lend itself to having two wingers supporting Charlie White yeah. rather than Aidan O'Brien as well. I think that kind of the 4-3-3 and O'Brien out wide did hamper him a little bit. Oh, look, we have seen him play. Sided, with... isn't it? Yeah, we have right. seen him do like all right in that system. Um, obviously, we did on um, on Tuesday night against Fleetwood. Don't get us wrong, but it's a bit more comfortable and a bit more natural. But absolutely, if these are going to be the same defensive options for mm. Tuesday night's game against Swindon, Lee Johnson has to go back, I think, to the back three because that was why we got such a big layoff because he, he got his, the, the team, not necessarily team selection, he got the shape of the team very wrong today, didn't he? Well, he did, considering the players he had available. Mm-hmm. The, I just, for the life of me, all nine and a two. Um, yeah. yeah. We've seen it. Before. Well, it's, he can't, he's not a centre-half. He gets no. away with it in a three and he does all right and it's not his fault. But, yeah, you can't... It's a disaster waiting to happen. You saw towards the end, he's positionally all over the place. Yeah. Because he's, he's not a central defender. It, it, like, and Sanderson is... He, what, <laughs> he must be thinking, what on earth is going on here? Yeah. Because it doesn't help him. He's he's not played many he's not played many games himself and to put him alongside an attacking midfielder playing centre half, it it's not doing either of them any good really. And you've got I know Conor McGotland's not a centre half, but God, you've got him playing at right back. Just swap them. It Just, would be more comfortable. Like, like he's, he's, he's even his general games more suited to playing centre half than or nine. Yeah, if you were so determined to go with the back four, then. Yeah. You know, have the de- the defender who's all you know. Conor Mullen has played centre half as part of a back three as well, yeah. but he's a natural defender. He's got yeah. the height as well. Yeah. Like he's got some of the physical attributes. He's done and all right there. Yeah, absolutely. And I know all nine's like good in the air and stuff like that. And he's quick and he's athletic. And but he is still a central midfielder who's done an all right job at right back so having him centre half in a two that one where in the really early on in the game where they had a bit of a penalty shout um, like well, waved away was... yeah but but even so like the, the ball in or nine was just yeah. totally caught out he looked yeah. so uncomfortable and as soon as I saw that I was like nah this have is yeah have a word and 
it just it it seemed like a needless change as well. Like he yeah. kept the, t- the rest of the team broadly the same. The only change was um, Ledbetter came out for Josh Scotton. So you'd think initially I thought, well, yeah, three four three, and that's just a like for like change. But as soon as I saw it was back four, and like you said, Matthew, the fact that Conor McLaughlin was playing right back rather than centre half, I was like, is it just seemed like tinkering for the sake of us? I thought. Yeah, I get. Like, I get like the changes with Ledbetter and when you change a midfielder for a midfielder or a centre-half for a centre-half or, you you know, a winger for a winger, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just I didn't make any sense. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, he, he needs to stop. Like he's, You know, look, you've got to give him some credit. His, his substitutions have kind of... I looked at them at the time and thought, what on earth is going on here? Because Power was playing reasonably well in the in the middle because Scoan was... He, he, yeah, he had a poor first half, I thought, but second half... But he, he started was, to at least yeah. try and impact the game yeah. and move the play along and mm-hmm. whatever. And then they put him a right back and I was like, well, you've got all nine yeah. centre-half power right back. We're trying to get something from... But it obviously worked. Um, and you got to give him some credit for that. But yeah, he, he also has been responsible for us being 2 nil down. Yeah. Um and also McFadden is absolutely Yeah, that's that is the concern sort of going forward, isn't it? I know Tom Flanagan probably isn't too far away. Not that Tom Flanagan's he's like a, him, Yeah, he's not a world beater, but you know, we we've seen Tom Flanagan do a reasonable job. Like, you know, he's he was like a mainstay of the team ah, when he's he good fin- I like Flanagan. No. Yeah, like he'll he'll make a bit of a natter now and again, but I think that's cost he is also a League One centre yeah. half and you kind of have to accept the level. But him and Sanderson as a defensive partnership, if you did want to go to a back four, mm. and then you can maybe, you know, kind of go at right back. You didn't do Luke or nine at left back if yeah, you wanted, I, which I, I think rather. I would yeah, it's it's like it's horrible because oh nine's got this chance to play in midfield. I'd rather see him in midfield, but you mentioned McFadzie in there, and obviously Vorkins doesn't look much cop. That's a problem area, isn't it? It's the real problem, child, isn't it? Like he, <laughs> he, um, Vorkins, if you can't, you might as well send him back to Southampton because if you can't get in ahead of McFadzie in, in it, not even to not even come on, and then to put McLaughlin at left back, it says I think a lot about what maybe he thinks of him, mm-hmm. uh, and he has, but he. He isn't good. He just isn't good enough, and he might well be. Look, he might well go on to have a decent. But we haven't got time for it for his shit at the minute. Mm-hmm. Like, and if that means Southampton are fuming because we're not playing him and developing him, I don't care. Yeah, um, I don't care. I've said the other way. I don't care about Vogan's career after he leaves here, particularly. I don't care no, about no. Sanderson's career, particularly if he doesn't stay here. Yeah, um, but he's clearly ready to play football. Vogan's isn't it, but it, it, it's concerning because Hume's probably not going to you'd be lucky to get a, a few games out of him won't you at the end of the you, season you might get the, you might get five or six you might get the run in potentially a playoff maybe. yeah um, but it is a concern I, I don't know if we can I don't know are we allowed to sign any free agents are there any free agents kicking well out? that's Danny probably Collins, it <laughs> yeah Danny you know Danny why not I mean you could could mic him up and he could commentate at the oh, same time. Didn't that happen in, I think it happened in America in like, or I, I think the player it happened with was Brad Guzan. I don't know if it was in like a preseason right. thing, but he was mic'd up and the commentators, oh, 
were interviewed. <laughs> is he? Yeah, he's remind you of anyone. But it's just... <laughs> uh, well, Brad Guzan will be along on Monday to talk. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> so we'll be doing a very strong Sunderland accent <laughs> just to throw everyone off. Um, but yeah, they were interviewing him as the game was going on. Um, and he had to like stop uh, suddenly because the opposition started attacking. I think it I might have been a pre- cricket. They used to do it in the 2020. Right. Um, they'd make up a fielder. Uh-huh. And a total run, they'd be like, he'd be like, oh, I've got to leave you there because the ball's over there. And I've got to leave you. <laughs> oh, that's he'd good. Like sometimes they'd leave the mic on, and he'd be like, you could hear him like, shout, like shout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Leave the mic on. Love a bit of that. Yeah, that'd be great. We'd have a yeah. Let's get Danny Cons doing that commentary. Well, it would. You wouldn't be hearing from him again. Yeah, <laughs> One other um, great thing about us. Um, well, not great. Maybe I'm over egging that a little bit, but. The fact that we've got a result today when quite a few teams around us haven't as well, Matthew. Um, We we remain in fifth. Um, If we had managed to not be absolutely shit and actually win today, we would have leapfrogged Portsmouth. But there you go. Um, Portsmouth, just mentioned there, they drew 1-1 with uh, Gillingham. Uh, Peterborough did win. They beat Wigan 2-1. Lincoln lost. They got beat 4-3 off Plymouth. Um, Charlton got murdered at home to Blackpool. 3-0 3-0 so it's t- again it's taking shape a little bit now um, Doncaster still have those two games in hand on us but well, they lost to Ipswich and, and their form is absolutely terrible as yeah. well whereas for us now four games unbeaten um, Portsmouth um, like I said Drew today they won the week before they lost two before that Hull um, despite winning today they had lost and drawn before that they're all over Lincoln have only won one in their last five it's us and Peterborough who were the two consistent yeah. sides in that top six at the minute. And you know, now that we've got that momentum, we've got that sort of that mentality, I want I want to say as well, of you know, just not just not losing games, not giving up, but we're getting wins to go with it as well. Does that make you feel a little bit more confident, Matthew? It's what I always have been asking the last few pods now. Does your confidence levels alter anymore? I think I, I we on sixth place on Thursday's pod. Is that uh, right? Yeah. Uh, Weirdly, and we haven't won the game. Like it, ha- I think the the way that we've come back to to get something from that has, like, it has affected the confidence I've got in them. I think, like, the my concern has always been that we're going to lose stupid games, uh-huh. and we haven't today. And I know we haven't won it. Um, so yeah, I might be, you know, sort of coming around. Mm. So I've come around. But we are fifth at the minute. Maybe, so saying, maybe saying that we could get promoted. Maybe anyway. Ooh, yeah. Oh, oh, doesn't want to doesn't want to commit to it too much. Yeah. <laughs> I'm only I only care about the Papa Johns anyway. Well, Matthew, speaking of the Papa Johns, uh, we've got a little announcement to make regarding the Papa Johns, haven't we? Um, Anthony, he's got a little announcement. <laughs> Um, Saturday the 13th of March we are doing the latest Wise Men Say live show this will be from 7.30 till 9.30 we have got special guests shall I give away the special guests Matthew I think think we're allowed to aren't we I think we are allowed I think we are we've got uh, well you just got mentioned earlier in the pod we've got special guest Danny Collins joining us for the live pod is of course going to be live via Zoom so we're going to be coming in to your homes and full ticket Ticket, ticket! Oh no! Oh, well, hell, it's not that sort of live show. <laughs> appropriate, given that we're going to be featuring. To be well, fair, you would think so. <laughs> Full ticket details. If you keep an eye on our social media at Wise Men Say Pod, will be announced on there. We've got Danny Collins. 
we're going to have a quiz. Uh, me and Matthew are going to be asking for your submission and submissions for Adjusterman 11. Tom Walsh is going to be along with Cans and Megabus and probably some other features as well. Um, so, yeah, keep an eye on the social media channels for all the info on that. But, yeah, Matthew, wise men say in people's own homes, they get to see us as well. They don't just get to hear us. What? They get to see us. Could you think of anything? What a weekend. <laughs> I mean, could you think of anything better? We'll get a play in a cup, the cup final. The cup final. The cup final. And then you get to have us round for supper. Oh, yes, please. Absolutely. So, yeah, that'll be that'll be as well. Saturday, 13th of March, following on from last year's final. So, watch last year's oh, final. Wow. Watch us because you can't go to Trafalgar Square. This is this is essentially Trafalgar Square. We are bringing Trafalgar Square into your home with Danny Collins. <laughs> what? Well, I just I can't cope with. It. I haven't I haven't even had a beer yet. And I oh well, I've got an apology to make though. Oh okay, what's your apology? I would like to take full responsibility for us not winning today. I did not. I timed my bath wrong. Oh, I saw the beginning of the game. <laughs> Um, this, that's this. I know. So, I and it it was true. I was in the bath on Tuesday night for the beginning of the Fleetwood game. <laughs> so I, I I need to have more baths. You need but to have, have more baths. Need to time your baths better. But I'd been for a bike ride this morning, so I, I couldn't. Ah, you couldn't. Yeah, you'd have either had to sit around sweating for ages, or yeah. had, I've had a very long bath. It would yeah. have got like uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. Really, either way. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, you wouldn't want that. And um, if you had to sit in the bath for longer. Carl Winchester's header right at the end would have dipped under the ball. Well, we are just like I said, it was 2 0 when he came on. Hey, they, there we go. Not nice, nice, not nice circumstances. Should come on, though. Hopefully, uh, that's not too much of a serious injury to Grant. It didn't, didn't, um, but you know, hopefully, yeah, after his fall, he'll be not out for too long because injuries are racking up, as you mentioned earlier, Matthew. Um, but let's keep keep positive for now. That's a hell of a way to get two to draw. Nice to actually garn mental celebrating a goal as well, because in lockdown football. Well, that doesn't happen too often, but that was quite a fun moment. Uh, Gareth and Stephen will be back on Monday. To uh, Brad Guzan. Brad Guzan and Gareth Barker will be... Uh, um, is it is a, a goalkeeper Gareth could be, maybe? Um, um, uh, Gareth, I'm trying to think of a bar. No. Um, tweet them in if you've got any suggestions. Cruz goalkeeper. All oh, right, OK. Um, Dave Richards. <laughs> so Brad <laughs> Guzan and Dave Richards will be back on Monday to look at this one in a bit more detail. Keep an eye on the social media channels for more details of the live pod that we're doing on the eve of the Papa John's Trophy final. Enjoy some beers tonight, celebrating that Chris Maguire equaliser. But as always, thank you very, very much for listening. (laughs) 